This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by GoGo's Bootcamp. Are you a real estate agent looking for the very best media training program on the planet? GoGo Bethke is considered the top Instagram realtor in the country, and her step-by-step training program will take your social media game to the next level. Keeping It Real listeners receive a special discount, so please visit gogopodcast.com. That's G-O-G-O podcast.com for your special discount. And now, on with the show. Welcome to Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And today is our monthly coaching moments episode with Ryan D'April. Now, if you're not yet familiar with Ryan, or if you're just new to the show, Ryan comes on every single month to give our listeners and viewers a coaching moment and a coaching session. Uh, So let me tell you about Ryan. Uh, Ryan D'April is a progressive thought leader focused on providing for his agents and staff at D'April Properties, as well as Midwest Lending. And uh, and Ryan, I apologize, your title company is called? Hubbard Street Title. Hubbard Street Title. Uh, His strengths are his motivational skills, coaching style, and his dedication to training. He has 14 offices throughout Chicagoland and is also in Wisconsin, Indiana, and Michigan with hundreds and hundreds of top producers. D'April Properties is a coaching company with eight strategic coaches who work week in and week out with every agent individually focused on business planning, coaching, and accountability. If you'd like to take your career to the next level, or if you're just not getting the attention you need, check out D'April Properties, visit dapralproperties.com. Welcome once again, Ryan, and we have a special guest with us as well. Yeah, thanks, Mick. Uh, thanks, CJ. Mickey Moore is with us. Mickey is a vice president of our company. She does high-level coaching with our agents. She does branding. She's very hands-on. Uh, Mickey was a $40 million producing real estate agent as well. And uh, we're just very grateful to have her with us. And I thought, why not have why not have her join us today? I've been enjoying bringing guests along with me from the organization and coming and visit with you and, and the crew. Well, we are excited to have uh, Mickey. So Mickey, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Good. So what, what, what are we talking about today? What's our first coaching moment of 2021? Yeah, sure. Well, you know, so here we are, it's January and January is, you know, infamous for turning a new leaf and everybody focusing on self-improvement. So let's circle back to, you know, coaching and high performance uh, and talk about the basics. You know, 2020 was, um, 2020 was a unique year. It was a great year for some. It was a, is a terrible year for others. And um, we're all, I think, glad to have it behind us. Um, but I think the thing that I want the audience to understand is really coaching and accountability is what gets you through years like 2020. Um, and, and, and actually, when you have years not like 2020, it's what se- separates you from the crowd. And so we really have a very strong belief system in a coaching and structured accountability here. So I figured let's talk about that and let's talk about, you know, how it differentiates you, how it helps you stand above the crowd, right? And, and gets you through a year like 2020, like we just had. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I was reflecting back myself on 2020 and my own personal journey through the year. And I was very fortunate um, 
to not have as as difficult of a year as as many. Um, but I was thinking about coaching in particular because I hired a personal trainer for my physical well being uh, this year, and I was at at first I was a bit embarrassed to do it because I thought, well, I've I've belonged to a gym for basically my entire adult life, yet I don't seem to find myself at the gym as much as possible. And so I hired a personal trainer because I knew that accountability would get me to the gym. And I thought, well, if nothing else, that's going to be, at least it'll get me to the gym because when I know I'm paying somebody and also I have a standing appointment, I, I show up. But what I found was in addition to just getting me there, what the coach really did, and I think that we'll be talking about this, has really helped uh, me specifically with my form because I really didn't know how to do a lot of those exercises that I thought I did. And so she was correcting and has been correcting my form um, you know, the entire time. And, and here it is now six or seven months later, I'm at the strongest physically I've ever been. And now I'm even upping my coaching in, yeah. in, in weight training to, to three days a week. So um, I, I am such a big fan and, and I encourage everyone listening to think about this for their business. We all oftentimes do think about coaching for things like physical exercise, but not always with business. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. You know, and, and it reminds me of, uh, we just had an all company call on Tuesday and, you know, one of the things that if you're familiar with Ninja, we'll talk about Ninja in this as well. But, you know, you know, having your word for the year and, you know, I'm telling uh, the agents, my word for the year is routine yeah. and uh, routine. Uh, you know, I think, um, you know, a goal, I think the goal without a routine is just a wish. And uh, and then a routine without, you know, you know, uh, without a goal is just being misled. So. You have to be purposeful in what you're doing and the benefit of the coaching okay um is really comes down to like accountability coaching and, and you're breaking it down into three three categories one of which you just kind of mentioned there so you know one of it is it's it's the mindset which we've we've talked about okay and then also uh the second one is is behavior okay and then the third is the psychology of performance and mickey and i are going to kind of touch on each of those okay right. we're gonna probably touch on the latter two more so than the mindset mm -hmm. in this one here as well and uh focusing on your vernacular and, and the words you use and, and 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 how you interact with your network uh and then how you also convert right and how you get these uh how you get these potential leads over and convert them into actually sales so you know it's a new year, right? And we like to work on goal settings and, and we focus on the routine, but then, you know, you talk about agents and you, know, you have goals and different goals, you know, one to 4 million, four to 8 million, eight to 12 million, 12 to, you know, 20 million or so, and then 20 to 30. And, you know, we have agents that are between 30 and $35 million range. And then we have some agents that have some teams that are higher than that. I really, we have a handful of agents doing that 20 to $40 million uh, production and there's out there in the area as well that are not teams. Um, and then once you get over $40 million, I think you get so much business, you, you might want to leverage. Um, but it, like we talked about last time, you should really think that through and the why behind it. So, you know, so we just want to set the foundation of your business and, and where we're coming from and kind of touch on those elements here, you know, and specifically, you know, behavior and the performance uh, you know, the psychology of performance and language of how you use it. I love it. Let's do it. 
Okay. So where do we want to start? Do you want to? Well, um, I think we should probably explain the difference between accountability and performance coaching. Why don't for we them. do? Yeah. I think that'd be important. So yeah, I, mean, I feel like you have the tough. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, no worries. So let's talk about the difference. So the difference between accountability and performance coaching. Okay. So accountability is coming down to those routines. Okay. Accountability is essentially um, setting good habits. You know, one of the sayings we have is don't focus on the outcome, focus on your activities. And um, so we have, um, you know, software that we work with, and it's out there, uh, you know, for people to use that tracks your daily activities. But then there's a human being next to you, meeting with you on a week in, week out, averaging, dialoguing with, how are you doing this? How are you holding them accountable? And the accountability, you know, being in flow with your network is incredibly important. So that's that's the difference between accountability, right? And then we're going to move into um, reviewing your business. So that's looking at your prospects, you know, grading them properly. Are they cool? Are they cold? Are they warm? That's incredibly important. And then the prospects move over to actives. And then in there, we're getting into the performance coaching. Mm -hmm. You know, now we're getting into the contracts, uh, the language of contracts. We're getting the language of converting. We're, we're, we're understanding how to work with other agents in the marketplace. Correct. Yeah. So we use exactly what we have with the accountability coaching to have and lay that foundation, which is then the liaison into performance coaching, which would be the difference between working on your business or in your business. So Ryan, sure. Ryan is, you know, our head of accountability coaching um, and that's working on your business. And once he gets that, that, they get that all dialed in, then I have my fun <laughs> and they come in and I get in their business. Like I am in there with them. We are, um, you know, part of this, I think sometimes is feeling like you're alone in this as an agent that you need to hit the ground running and there's all this expectation mm -hmm. and all of this pressure yeah. to perform, but no one's taught you how no one's taught you what the process is. No one explains that there is a process. And I think that that's just a huge thing in MS Nomer in our industry in general, which is one of the things we've tackled head on, um, which is the way we operate here anyway, is we just face this anything straight on and uh, we find solutions. So we layer value. But for performance coaching, the three things we really look at is communication, collaboration, and competency. Okay, so for communication, it's facilitating different ways and using our words effectively because it matters who says it. Um, we're very solution oriented. And when I work in someone's business with them, literally, if they're having an issue in a contract, I'm in the contract. If they don't understand how to do an open house, this will get in the car. You know, I mean, literally, we're arm in arm so that they're able to see how do I need to show up as a top producer? What's the etiquette behind how I show something as a top producer? How do I submit or write an offer in a way that it's going to be either accepted? I get one counter or we just, you know, we're going straight to closing. So, 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 yeah. so like you see how this works. So like once the accountability starts creating the opportunities, mm -hmm. then right. the, the tools, okay, I got the opportunity. Now what now, do I do? Yeah. Now what do I do? Right. What were those three things you just mentioned again? Um, communication, collaboration, and competency. Communication, collaboration, and competency zero error margin if possible hospital corner contracts <laughs> <laughs> well it's it's so interesting because really what you're what we're talking about is systematizing every part of the business so that you know what the routine is to not only find clients to to go out in the world and and attract clients to you uh, but then once that client raises their hand and says i'm ready 
that you are not like, okay, I really don't know how to do an open house or I don't know how to uh, run comps or, or, or take a client on showing or ask them even the right questions. Do I have a process? I mean, so I've heard so often from, and, and I, I hope this, this trend is, is not continuing into, into the future, but I've heard so many agents say they show up to a, uh, to a listing appointment or a buyer appointment with a blank sheet of paper and no pre-written systematized questions. And yes, I guess if you've been practicing for 20 plus years, you have it all memorized and can do it from memory, but most of us aren't going to know all of those questions to ask. And how could we even provide our clients with the best possible solution if we don't have a system in place to extract every bit of information that we need to move forward? Yeah, and if you if you create a process, you know, like Mickey was just talking about, and you, you, you accompany it with the accountability in the beginning, you start to create predictable results. Yeah. And that's what this comes down to. This is, I think, one of the biggest things that drives people from the business is unpredictability. And it does not have to be that way. It's not like that for me or for a lot of uh, top producing real estate job agents out there. It's predictable year in and year out. Um, but that's a team approach. And, you know, and some people, you know, some people just have had different experiences with coaching. Some people tend to shy away from it because they didn't have the right experience with it. Um, but again, I, I'll come back to this is like, you know, you can say, you know, I have some pretty successful organizations and uh, I have three of them and they're doing quite well, but I'm still being coached. I'm still reading. I'm still growing. And, um, and I've had bad experiences and I've not read, read bad books. I've had bad coaches. But that doesn't mean that I throw the baby away with the bathwater. It's uh, incredibly important to know that even our top producers continually come in uh, for restructuring, whether it's high performance coaching, it's accountability and structuring, you know, their day to day routines and whatnot. And, you know, that Frank Sinatra song, I mean, a piper, or a king, what's that's life? You know what I mean? We've all been up and we've all been down. And so it's important to have that structure and that community around you to come back in and say, hey, let me get back to the basics. Because once you've been there, it's so quick to get back there. Mm -hmm. You've been there, it's so quick you have that understanding. But just like those three elements you said again, what were those mm -hmm. again? I love it. Communication, collaboration, and competency. Yes. <laughs> right. And, and I'm repeating all this for our mm -hmm. listeners. It's like there, there's a, there is a lot to this. It's not complicated, but it is, it has, it's about having a set structure and an understanding of the business and how to how to act in the business, how to perform when you're out with clients, uh, how to be accountable to yourself and your business so that you are continually delivering predictable results, and not just to you, then to your buyers and to your sellers as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's, let's talk a little bit about communication because you guys have mentioned that a few times and how important the language that we use, not only to our clients, but what we're saying to ourselves, uh, but certainly to our clients. Um, and, uh, talk, can you talk a little bit about sort of how you coach agents around, you know, the words they use, what they discuss, yeah. what they don't discuss, you know, anything that would be maybe helpful to our listeners, uh, as a, as a Nikki, tip. Why don't you take it over? Sure. Just be, as um, you were just, so, you were just in Hinsdale with one doing on. Absolutely. Yes. So Hinsdale and then Park Ridge. So, um, what we really focus on here is uh, law of attraction. And you would think that when we're talking about what should we, or should we not talk about, we would talk contractually or or what would be um, within compliance. When they get to me, they are we already have that laid they are down. Sure. They already know all that. This is literally understanding the tone in which we discuss um, anything from, hi, how are you, to let's write this and sign it in the driveway. 
Okay, so we're constantly organizing and constantly preparing ourselves for that meeting, for that buyer um, tour, or for that listing appointment. And everything that we have with our process is already in our head. So, so by the time our agents are in the listing appointment, we've already gone through this and role played to the point where I can feel as though they're a veteran agent. No joke. I need to sure. feel that, and I, I need to feel like I'm sitting with an advocate. So when I'm talking about communication and facilitating something like that and in that conversation, I want the next natural step to be, okay, and then we're going to sign this. Or I understand you've explained everything, so now we're going to do this. And there's, there's always a sequence to it. What we do is eliminate triggers. So I want, if I call Ryan, I want Ryan to see my name on his phone and exhale. Because if he doesn't, I'm right. doing something wrong. Yes, right. I, I truly feel that way. And the same for him. So I know when I call Ryan and I say something like, hey, I need that, I need to do this, or where is this going? I already hear his fingers on his keyboard say, okay, Mick, I got it. Okay, I just hit send. We're good. We're going. So it's an accountability in understanding that I'm talking with another person that's on their game, that takes me seriously, that's going to do what I need to do right now, and is going to get results and where I need to feel comfortable. Because when you think about it, psychology-wise, we're always looking for places to be safe and visual reminders that we are safe in the environment, in the transaction, in the conversation. And so we always want to provide that continuity within our own yeah. culture and then within our conversations with our clients. So to answer your question, um, the communication all the way from, um, you know, no exclamation points and in big letters and, you know, all these sorts of things on text to how our subject line is communicated when we're going to send an offer to a colleague. There's a lot that goes into having the respect of not only yourself, but your colleagues and being an expert in the market. You need to be taken seriously, especially if you're going to be playing at numbers where these agents are. There's there's no room for anything yeah. else. Yeah, exactly. And then one of the things to, to tap on to what Mickey's saying and what Mickey does well with a lot of our agents um, is, is teaching them how to be assertive. Because you yeah. have to be, because your clients are looking for you to be assertive. They're looking for a leader. That's why they hired us. Right. And assertive doesn't mean pushy. Doesn't mean bossy. Right. Assertive is it's assertive. It's I'm in command. I'm in control. I'm confident, and I want to feel confident when I'm hiring a professional, whether I'm looking to buy or sell or rent or lease my property. And so that's kind of like the performance psychology part of this, and getting the language and. I mean, there's so many different things. And oh, yeah. she's so, so that is, that is like training with somebody who's in the business, been there for a long time or not, but also then you're also working with, I mean, you were just with a $40 million producer where you're yep. helping her with her branding, Correct. right? And so how she positions herself. Exactly. So then we go into personal branding and communication using everything visual. So we start to attract who uh, is going to be in our tribe or our sphere by what we're putting out there for marketing but it's not just marketing we're not spamming things we're not just talking we're on facebook we're actually connecting we're, we're not just posting hey check out my new listing or check not. out my just closed no because because right that that uh, i would unfriend that. them immediately and i tell them right <laughs> off. i said please don't do that because i don't want to be your friend because i don't i don't want to you know if i'm going to buy a house i'm going to buy it because i trust you because I want to be around you because I know I'm safe being, you know, and you're going to have this transaction. You're going to layer it with the next one. That's where I want our agents to be on both sides, you know? That's and that's not through just marketing. That is through the live flow. That's yep. through, right? The, um, the routine, the daily in, the day out working uh, on your business and understanding the importance of 
befriending your network day in and day out so that you are that trusted person that they call. Because if you're doing it right, 80% or more of your business is coming from your network either directly or indirectly through what we call network referrals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, communication is, is just so, so important. You guys really said a lot of one really important things there. And I just was reminding me that everyone who's listening or watching, this is the year to create a communication policy for every part of your business. So uh, I once interviewed a top producer here in Chicago and one of the very, very top uh, top 10 broker out of about 44,000 agents. And I asked her what, what she thought, maybe what made her different than all the other agents. And she says, honestly, I, I, I'm embarrassed to say this, but I call every single one of my clients every week and let them know what's going on. And I said, oh, oh and what else? And she said, that's pretty much it in uh, what separates. And she goes, you'd be shocked how many clients out there are currently working with an agent who aren't being communicated with. So as Ryan was saying, and also Mickey, this also goes to how do you talk to your sphere of influence you know, on social media? How are you staying in touch? How are you demonstrating that you care about them? Um, what happens once they become a client? How often are you communicating? What is your policy? You know, What's your policy on returning phone calls, emails, proactively reaching out? And then after the sale, how are you staying in touch so that people don't forget that you help them in this, in this really important transaction? So um, I, I think you know, what we're talking about here is creating structure to know every single day, having a predictable structure so that we're not waking up going, what do I do today? Yeah. 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 And, and, and it's, it's, it comes back to like that expression we have, like, right. Is your networks, your networks. Mm -hmm. Now, important. what's that thing that you say about money on an Island? Oh, so when we have new agents that come in and they'll sit with me, uh, sometimes they'll come in and say, you know, I have you know 500 contacts or, you know, however many, whatever. And, and, and I think that's terribly important. Right. However, it is not important if we don't understand how to talk with our sphere or how to warm up to understanding and understand the language of what they're saying or what they're really not saying. And so it would be the same as having a million dollars on an island. Unless someone teaches you the skill sets that you need to understand and how to listen and, and yeah. convert leads or convert and, and watch even social networking and know a warm is gonna go to a hot and then that hot needs to go on my dashboard. And then I'm continually looking into Excel spreadsheets and all, I mean, it's a very nerdy kind of thing. I'm a big nerd, you know, when it comes down to it, but you look at this stuff and then you dump it all into what does this really mean? You organize it and then you proceed from there because that's your process, you know? Yeah, and, and going to the nerdy thing. Um, <laughs> you know, which I love, but you know, there are, you know, but when you're, when you're producing, first off, you have to understand for all the agents out there listening, you can sell $20 million real estate. You could sell 20 to $30 million real estate as an individual. Yes. Uh, we have plenty of agents doing that. Uh, that's a hell of a living. Um, so you need to be nerdy about it. You need to take care of it. Uh, you need to first believe in yourself that you can do it as you can. Um, you know, we, I have an agent uh, here did 63 deals this year on his own, $21 million. So his average price point's around $250,000. 63 deals is a lot of deals for one Amazing. Mm -hmm. It's not a team, it's one individual. Um, you know, as, as he gets older, his network will grow. He'll probably easily become a $40 million producer without having to sell more units because his network is getting um, more influential because um, he's young, early 30s. I just turned 30. Um, but the point that I was making on that is um, he's, like you said, and I'm making a joke of the word nerdy, 
Yeah. He's nerdy in his business. Yeah. He's very routine. Yeah. He's in here five days a week, not nine hours a day, but he's in here five days a week, two hours a day. He's in his routine of cultivating those relationships. And then he's going and just doing the business. Now he's been coached through the language and everything. He's got that down pat, but he's so routine that his business continually grows year after year. And one individual doing 63 deals, you know, coming out to $21 million, folks, that's the physician's income. Mm -hmm. It's, 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 it's big money. It's wonderful. And, um, but you got to treat it like a business. And the reality is it's important for all your listeners out there. Only 20% of you are going to do it. And the reality is, is because the 20% that are doing it are choosing to do it. And if making that choice is hard, then, then get an accountability partner, get a coach, recognize who you are, you know, and what you're working with, and then make the choice to say, Hey, I want to commit to this. This is what I want to do. Um, and don't go, don't make it, please don't make it abstract. It abstract doesn't work. You need, you need lines, you need structure. You need to know where you're, you know, where you're headed to, what direction you're going. Yeah. I think coaching is, is also something that agents should be thinking about systematizing and making sure that's part of your, if not daily routine, a weekly routine or a monthly routine, or however often you can can do that. So you should be also including professional development into, into that routine. And part of that comes from, you know, self-study and part of it comes from having somebody who's outside of you taking a look very granularly at your business and saying, Hey, I think you're missing something here, or here's a skill we can work on that. I can, I can teach you, or, you know, it, it does very much feel like you're an island when you start in real estate at a lot of places. And you're, especially now when most off physical offices aren't even open, um, hopefully that will change it, it, this year. But a lot of times it's, we're stuck at home. And so it's easy to not have a routine or not yeah. set up that structure. And so this is really what we're talking about. Being stuck at home is brutal, isn't it? Brutal. Yeah. Sitting in one position is brutal. How I know you for you. Like I that? mean, honest to God. But here's the thing: if there's so many different personalities in this industry, like um, I'm, we've we've got so many introverts, you know, in this industry, and I fall in love with all of them. I love all of our agents, and we've got such different personalities, and all of them are so successful. And so I think that there's a way to like I've actually loved being at home. <laughs> I've loved uh, working from home. I love being online. I love my people on Facebook and Instagram and, and LinkedIn. And, and that really, I love our culture online and our, the groups that we're in. And it's given someone like me the opportunity when I am online or social networking to respond and not react. It gives me that pause, you yep. know, and, and it helps people also approach me and tell me, you know what, I'm not happy in this house. I don't know why, but I've been stuck in this house and now I need something different. All yeah. right, well, let's go and let's look, let's use the process of elimination instead of selection because we're not getting in the car until we have about only five because that's right. the way we operate here. And um, then when we get to that fifth one, then, you know, let's figure out which one is really for you. But it gives us that opportunity to have this dialogue back and forth in our comfort zone. So for some people, it's been awesome. Like I've had to, an agent said to me yesterday, gosh, I hate to say it, but I hope we can still stay home for a while. <laughs> sure. Uh, I think 2019. Right. Real estate. Girls, it was 10 million last year. She, it was a record year for her. And thought it was great, you know? So it just depends. My, I think my, I think my wife's at home. I talked to her before uh, heading up here. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, 
I'm making sandwiches for the girls <laughs> and then I'm going on a list of presentation. Yeah. I'm going to kick your ass when you get home. <laughs> because she's got three girls that should be in school and all year they've been at home. Plus, you know, the woman's doing 25, $26 million in production she did last year. So she's struggling a lot. I- it's it's really you know it's really interesting. I think introverts in particular over the last year have really found a, a way to you know sort of become more assertive in, in in real estate, where all of a sudden the uncomfortable parts and and so a huge percentage of the population is introverted. So we now have tools to be able to to effectively run our business, which was really tilted more towards the extroverted agents uh, who needed to be in person. And, and, and now the whole, you know, our whole world is, is so virtual that it's, it's really given uh, introverts more of those tools to be able to, you know, grow that business. Yeah, totally. I mean, PR wise and everything, it's a totally different playing field and mm-hmm. the anxiety that goes around having the, the CNBC programs has uh, been tough, you know, for, for people like that, but yeah, it's good. Well, let's talk a little bit of, I'd love to talk a little bit about competency because I think for a lot of agents, a lot of people that listen to our show are, are newer to the, to the industry. And of course, our, the big fear is what happens if the client asks me a question and I don't know the answer, I'm going to feel stupid. I'm going to feel foolish. I'm going to look like I don't know what I'm doing. Um, you know, and, and obviously all of us have to start somewhere. Um, so just get some, I'm curious what your thoughts are on sort of how to tackle okay. that. Yeah, so so I would love to sit with an agent that asks or has that worry, <laughs> um, because the first thing we do is we never we never leave the office unless we know exactly what our what, where we're going, what we're selling, and we're an expert in that area. So so when we when we coach with our um, agents, when I ask them, "Are you an expert in your area?" that means they can tell me what their median sale prices, how many houses have been sold in that specific area, what the last quarter looked like. They know everything about that area. So there's absolutely no reason that that agent should ever feel unprepared or nervous or have any anxiety over any question that should be asked of them under any circumstances. And like we talked about, you know, don't want to reach thought, but as we talked about in earlier sessions that we had, the data is everywhere. It's yeah. so easy fine but you have to commit to working on your practice people right because what you just mentioned is not rocket science no but you must be so if we're going to go on a buyer uh tour my prep for buyer tour is two days worth of figuring out the information And, and i'm not kidding we do a process of elimination so we can only get to five houses that actually we're going to get in the car and go see because then those five houses are deliberately placed where we need them to and I go to the showings with an offer written, everything, all 35 pages are done. The only thing that's missing is the earnest money, the closing date and the purchase price. And I go as a buyer's agent. So I, everything is on purpose. Everything is 100% deliberate. Never ever is it by accident. And that I just wanna, you, you, I, I wanna pause just for a second because you yeah. just said something very, very important, which is to say, when you're going, and it's just a little like a very specific tip, but I, I think it's an awesome, amazing tip. When you are going to a showing, when working with a buyer, bring the contract, have it completed. If you're going to see five homes, have have you know five different contracts if need be ready to go. Yes. And uh, you know now with virtual, it's really easy with Dot Loop or or DocuSign or, or whichever system you're using. But have that there 
Um, because if not, what happens when the person says, you know, I'm thinking about this one, then now you have to delay the entire next step. And it's, okay, I'll go back to my office. I'll work on the contract. I'll set Correct. it to you. You just lost the sale. Right. That's what you did. You just And lost someone the else sale. might have been putting in an offer right that moment as well. Right. I mean, it's the dumbest thing ever. So never, ever, ever should an agent go to a showing if they're really with an A buyer without the offer. And I don't care if you can put it in DocuSign or paperless, whatever. You need that in their hands so they have something. You're giving them a gift of an opportunity. And so I get offer signed in the driveway. And I don't care what the price point is because when you, uh, when you decide, you know what you want, you get it. They just right. have to know that they have no questions that have been unanswered. And you are the authority in that space. It, or you yeah, should. Yeah, that makes makes perfect sense. Yeah, I mean it does to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then you gotta understand and these are stylistic approaches, correct? But it's it is the point of being assertive, understanding what you have, right, and and, and knowing that the client is coming to you and looking for you to feed. Correct. Right. So we have a contract in hand. We're not forcing someone to buy a home. No. Sure. We're just prepared. If they're prepared, we're prepared. And there's so many people that are unprepared. And I think that's the underlying message here is that, you know, prior proper planning, right, is the key to success. And, you know, you work for yourself. You have an opportunity to own your own business. And it's so interesting how many people will go to work harder for other people than they will for themselves. And the reason why they go to work harder for other people than they will for themselves, because the other person that they're working for is giving you structure, coming full circle to accountability. And coaching. That's a really interesting point. So Ryan, you just said something really, really profound, which which reminds me of something that Brian Buffini, uh, I saw him speak many years ago, it said a, a very similar thing, which was um, what Ryan was just mentioning was a lot of times when we're working with clients, you know, there's there's to do's, they're, they're writing, we're responding, and it seems like we're busy and, and we are working uh, are we working on our business or in our business? Well, we're trying to service this particular client and it feels very satisfying to have the back and forth and checking off boxes. But if that's all we're doing in a given day, there's other parts of our business that have been neglected. You know, did we spend time also prospecting that day? Did we also spend time learning about our market outside of, you know, the clients we have? You know, are, any, are we are spending time doing professional development? Are we spending time uh, nurturing my, our existing sphere of influence? And having, having those processes in place, um, you know, will create the structure. Otherwise, you're sort of you know, a leaf in the wind being blown in any which direction, which might feel like you're doing a lot, but there's other parts of your business that might not be getting the attention it deserves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of us go through our day mindlessly and aimlessly. Not here. Tired and exhausted at the end of the day because you did so <laughs> much, but it was mindless and it was aimless. And so, you know, again, that prior proper planning, set out the day, going on showings with a contract, you know, having purpose and intent behind every single thing you do, um, it's 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 like you know we say the routine will give you the freedom, you know the the freedom you're looking for, the routine and the discipline, taking the time to study and being an expert in your marketplace, um, that will give you the trust that your network's looking for, uh, and will give you the freedom, the financial freedom that this business provides. It's life changing. Yeah, it really is. That's what this is. Yeah, let's. I, I would love to talk a little bit more about coaching because so many listeners and viewers are saying, "Wow, this all sounds great." 
Um, but, you know, at my current firm, we don't really have coaching opportunities. Most firms probably don't offer that directly. I know your firm, of course, does, um, and some do. There's obviously outside coaching companies as well. Um, but just thoughts about maybe what an agent should be looking for in a coach. So I think leading by example is one of the most important things for a coach. Okay. Um, there are some great coaches out there. And there's some great coaching platforms out there. And there are some other people that are coaches out there, and I can't believe that they're coaches. And, you know, you have to lead by example. So I think do your research uh, in your coach uh, is one. And then two, I, I think um, it's, is it so much that what you're looking in for the coach or is it what you're looking from within? And so, like, what I mean is when I tell people I'm going to coach you, I, I say, I, I need you to surrender. I need you to surrender and let me lead the way here in this half an hour. Um, and I really think the answer is looking for within for people when they're looking for a coach. Um, our coaches are top producers. Uh, our, our coaches are top producing real estate agents. They're in the field. Um, they are coached. Mm-hmm. Our coaches are coached. They're coached by me. They're coached by Mickey. They have coaching themselves. I get coaching. So we all, you know, we believe in it and it's all about, continuous improvement. It's all about, you know, Kaizen. And then we talked about the dashboard, which is Kanban, visual flow and, and, and seeing it. So I think you should look for a coach that also has technology. Um, pen and paper are great, but I think you need to have the, the CRM, the technology that's going to give you the visual flow of what your business is. You know, I was coaching uh, an agent on Tuesday morning. Uh, her goal is 50 million this year. She did 36 million. Uh, which is a huge accomplishment uh, given the fact that she's six years in the business. Wow. And um, she set her goal for $50 million. And I could tell you right now, she's forecasted at $22.4 million or 22.7. It's been two, three days. But the fact is, is that we went through, we were able to grade, you know, warm, cool, right? And, and warm is 95% certain going to transact this year. And then we talked about the actives. And so she had 15 or 14 million in, in warm to cold stay over there. Then she had another 7 million in active. And we talked about the actives and uh, are they priced correctly? Are they serious buyers? Visual flow is incredibly important. So again, it's going to talk about like, you know, the mindset, we talk about your behavior, your routine, but then we're going to get performance coaching, which comes with visual flow. So again, to answer your question, you got to find somebody who you believe in then look within and surrender. Uh, and then also you need the technology uh, because you should know, you know, you should know where you are throughout the year, whether it's January or it's July, you know, or October, what you're going to sell that year. You should, you should have a goal set to it. At some point, your forecast should come to focus. Um, and in January, February, March, your forecast should be 50% of what your goal is. And with the, agent that I coached on Tuesday I had to do that $22 million. It's, that's almost a little bit under a half of what her goal is 50 million this year. So I were feeling comfortable, but I said to her, okay, you know, let's get in this process, get them over, get these warms over into actives, get these actives over into pending and get into your network because you don't have enough, but it's only January, which is a great thing. But now get into your network and get into your life flow. All right. And make sure you're doing your marketing and all that's being done right. So I don't know if I answered your question, you know, 
I, I answered it in the paragraph, I guess. It's not one no, no, you, you answered it really well. And I think you, you said something very important that probably a lot of our listeners and viewers uh, wouldn't have known. And, and I certainly didn't know, but Ryan just said something in the first three months, you know, if you look at your pipeline and, you know, you have a, a reasonable, good, reasonably high expectation that a certain percentage of these are going to close, um, you know, that ideally should be about half uh, of your goal for the year. And, and if you're on, that'll get you pretty much on pace to, to then double that uh, for the remainder of the year. Did I, did I get that correctly? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you did. And, um, and again, I think one of the things I tell everybody is, is to continually say to yourself, this is easy. This is easy. This is so doable. Where you get so in our heads, right? And I get into all the mindset part of it. This is easy. This is doable. Uh, but you're not going to do it if you are not organized. You're not going to do it if you don't have good habits. You know, and 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 I equate to somebody look at somebody who's in really good shape. What yeah, I'm in the I'm in the process of um, closing myself, and and even though I'm in this industry, I'm not a producing real estate agent, so I'm as I'm really as clueless as as a lot of consumers out there that our, our listeners are, are servicing, and and I realize so much of this business is about alleviating anxiety because I have tremendous anxiety about all of the steps. I need to take before I end up closing in order to successfully transition to to this new uh, this new property, and and even I am totally overwhelmed by that. And and I was thinking that you know uh, if, if agents you know can really appreciate the the fear and anxiety that that you know even the most confident of their clients is probably experiencing, whether the client is sharing it or not. If you approach it from you know, how can I alleviate this person's fears and anxiety and make this, make their purchase or sell as, as seamless and uh, as drama free as possible? Um, it, you know, it really, you become so incredibly valuable. I mean, it reminds me too of, of going to the gym, um, back to that example of having a trainer is if I think about all the stuff I do when I go see my trainer, it's overwhelming, it's scary, it hurts, it's no fun. And, and if I do that, it, it makes me not want to go. But if, if I just go and say, okay, I'm just going to follow the instructions. And she says, don't worry, just do this push up or do that. I can handle the little step-by-step instructions, but for agents, you know, really should be thinking about their business that can feel in their own business. That can feel very anxiety producing as well as, oh my gosh, there's so many things to do. Just systematize, focus on, and then also remember your clients are going through their own anxiety and, and figure out ways to alleviate their fears. Well, that reminds me of what, like, you know, Mickey was talking about in, in, in the language and when she's meeting with the agents and one thing that, you know, we say, and she says, and it's, it's very ninja basis. Don't practice on your clients. Right. Don't practice uh, on your clients. Be yeah. prepared. That's exactly what we do in performance coaching. So what you just explained would be something that we tackle, meaning um, I, we have our agents writing contracts constantly and sending them to me and then i counter them back and then we We're go you know, absolutely sure. i want them yeah if you are in a walmart line checking out you can still send the counter from your phone i'll show you right how. you know like this is okay when you do it 700 times and you have that level of comfort and confidence knowing that you know what you're doing you don't have to talk about it Never one time should any realtor here say that they're a realtor. You don't have to. It's just part of who you are. It's part of your lifestyle. And when you're hanging out with somebody like that, you get that sense of calm that they know what they're doing because they've done it too many times to have that worry. And the level of resilience that you build through experience is 
is really what gets you the furthest is because your sense of calm. Walmart. Walmart, totally. <laughs> Walmart, library, Walmart. Yeah. I was at a Walmart just a few weeks ago in Florida. And, uh, and so, um, and uh, a lot of people were not wearing masks, <laughs> but, uh, but, but yes, um, but you're absolutely right that this idea right. of- I meant Whole Foods. Uh, this, <laughs> well, no, I mean, um, yeah, it, it, well, Florida's just, uh, they have, they have, everything's different in Florida, I guess. Uh, but, uh, but, but you're absolutely right, is, is that, you know, you're either going to learn by screwing up with a client, oh. which we would like to not do as much yeah, as possible, right. or you're going to learn because you're going to be practicing with a coach or with an accountability partner. And you're going to, you're going to screw up somewhere, might as well screw up with the coach and get your scripts down, get your objections handled, get your professionalism down with the coach so that you make as few mistakes as possible when you're actually working with clients. So I, I think making yeah. you said something really important. Yeah, and, and for any listeners that are new to this, there's, there's nothing to it if you prepare. There's nothing to it. It's just, you're not familiar with it. Get familiar with it, right? Four, five, six contracts, get with your coach, doctor send it back and forth, negotiate. It's, it's, it's a fun practice, but it's incredibly important because don't practice any clients. Yeah, absolutely not. I mean, and the thing too about looking for a great coach is I want people to find a coach that resonates with them who they feel authentically will lead them where they, they want to go. So somebody that, you know, when, when you see Ryan talking about coaching or when I sit with an agent and I'm coaching, I can't help but get passionate about where they want to be and it gets under my skin. But I think once you've been in the industry and you you get into multiple counters and, and you want the closing and, and you're part of that life, it gets to be just in your blood. It is, you know, I fun. mean, you just, it's yeah, fun totally to fun, but you get like nuts about it. So I'll yeah. sit with someone and say, I think I might want this more than you. Like, I'm pretty sure that you're going to close this amount because if you don't, I, I want to figure out why, you know, and you just yeah. get into it. But that's, I want somebody to coach you that has that level of passion because they care. Right. You know, I, we don't do as I say, we do as I do. And, and we walk our talk. And that's yeah. really important here. And, and with your excitement, it reminds me of Angela Duckworth's quote, enthusiasm is rare. So I'm going to come back to the routine. Right? So we're very, you know, Mick and I are very A personalities. We just have a lot of energy. And it's just, it's awesome. And I, it's the only way I love to be, right? But uh, enthusiasm uh, tends to wear off. And that's why gritty people, right? If you read Grit by Angela Duckworth, if you haven't, you need to. Um, I'm a gritty person, but I'm gritty because I have deliberate practice. I have deliberate practice because I have a routine. And gritty people experience flow. Anybody can have this. There are introverts, there are huge producers, there are extroverts, there are huge producers. Um, it just comes down to predictable results. And predictable results come from that prior proper planning, that set routine, and understanding you are what your daily habits are. You are what your daily habits are. You you absolutely are. And all of us can think about, you know, our, our physical health. And, and at the end of the year, we tend to reevaluate that. Uh, it's also important to reevaluate your business health and think, okay, you know, what was I feeding myself for my business uh, this last year? Where, where did I, you know, where did I drop the ball a little? Where do I need to improve? What additional 
um, disciplines do I want to cultivate for this year? Because once you do that, it alleviates so much anxiety and, and just fear of, oh, what's going to happen to my business? Um, because you're going to experience that anyway. But as you, as you go ahead and, and systematize your day in, a, in an industry that really doesn't do that for you, if you can do that and, and with the help of a coach to help structure your, your day, um, you're just going to have a lot of it. You're just going to have a much easier time in this business. That's true. You make a lot more money. Yeah, there's a lot to be made. <laughs> like I can't imagine working at a company that didn't have accountability coaching, where you could support an agent from the inside out that way. Actually, I can because I started that way, and it's it it is. It's a very hard thing to continually have to be that person that's a self starter, even on those hardest days. And no one wants to build resilience that way. There's an easier way to do it, and a lot more that's, positive yes. way. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. You, you don't. It doesn't have to. You know, you don't have to be on an island, even though it might feel that way these days, uh, especially with some of the restrictions that our listeners and viewers are, are facing. Um, so uh, this is actually a great place to wrap up because, um, of course, we have listeners and viewers all over the country and, and even beyond in, in other countries. Um, but for those that are here in the local Chicago land area, um, Indiana, Michigan, Illinois, Wisconsin. Um, you know, if they are looking for another firm that does offer this kind of level of coaching where, you know, they you can really help take agents to their to the next level. Um, what's the best way that that one of our listeners or viewers should reach out? I mean, what is the best way? They could, they could go online, visit our website. There's an inquiry there. You can reach out to me personally. I've given my cell phone out many times on this. I'll give it again. 312-590-6416. You call any one of our uh uh, uh, eight, nine managing brokers who are all strategic coaches. We have managing brokers. We have vice presidents of sales at the organization. Um, but the managing brokers are all, uh, they're all certified in coaching. Um, so you reach out a fellow Diego properties agent. There's 500 of them in the Chicagoland area. If you're dealing a deal with somebody you're interested, ask them what it's about and uh, ask them how you can, uh, get in touch with us. Yeah. Or Facebook. You can private message me on Facebook. That's been very popular lately. So um find me on facebook yeah i'll come and like your page <laughs> wonderful well uh, guys thank you so much mickey ryan uh, once again uh coming mm -hmm. on to do our our coaching moments monthly episode first one of 2021 uh, we we believe the the we see the light at the end of the tunnel for some of the restrictions that we've all been been dealing with and uh very hopeful for for this year but now is the time when things are a little slower to really reevaluate what are those disciplines that you want to cultivate you know is it time to get a coach and the answer is yes it's always time to get a coach even if you can't afford it, that's maybe even the best time to get a coach, which I know seems counterintuitive, but think about it. If the coach helps you sell a couple of homes a year, which probably they will based on what they're teaching you, then it's of course going to more than pay for itself. Um, but think about all of these parts of your business. And now's the time to, to work on those, those additional disciplines that maybe haven't yet been cultivated. Thanks, DJ. Thank yeah, thanks, guys. And, and to all of our listeners and viewers, we want to thank you for continuing to support our show. And please tell a friend, think of one other real estate agent or professional, um, sales professional, even in any capacity, because of course, what we're talking about really goes across multiple industries. Anyone who's in sales and is looking to get to the next level, uh, tell them about our show. We really would appreciate it. Um, you can direct them right to our website, which is keepingitrealpod.com. We have every episode we've ever done. 
And for example, if you're listening saying, boy, I'd love to hear all of these Ryan coaching moment episodes, we've organized them uh, in via, through categories right on our website. So you don't have to scroll through and just find the Ryan ones. We've actually got them isolated. So you can just listen to them one after another. So again, keeping it real pod.com and also follow us on Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. Guys, thank you so much for being on the show. It was wonderful, Mickey, uh, meeting you and having you on. Hopefully we'll have you on again. And uh, Ryan and and Mickey and and everyone at Diable Properties, thank you for your support. And uh, we'll see you guys next, uh, next month. Thank you. Thank you.